0: Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me.
1: Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word.
2: Welcome. You're listening to a day of prayer's morning Bible study. My name is Promise, and thank you for joining us this morning. Before we begin, let's pray. Lord, I thank you for today, Lord. I thank you for giving us the joy inside of our heart, Lord, and being our joy, Lord, and showing us how we should walk like you, Lord, and teaching us and training us to be more like you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. And amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everyone.
0: We're so glad to have you with us as we continue our study in the book of Hebrews, becoming more... Conform to the image of our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ, and developing an unshakable faith. So this morning we are continuing in chapter 13, verses 7 through 16. So whether you're joining us for the first time or rejoining us, we just want to encourage you to pause the episode and take an opportunity or the opportunity to read through that section of scripture and make it easier to follow along in the discussion. Amen? Amen.
2: Amen. Amen.
0: Alright. And now, as is our custom, the floor is open to give each of you the opportunity to share what Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you, and ask any questions that you have. So, who'd like to begin?
2: I would. Alright, promise? We talked about in the last episode, talking about verse 7 and 17. Well, at least Mommy did. And, and Dad, she also talked about it as well. And okay. so, the Lord first brought me to the beginning part. Or it says, Obey those who rule over you, and be submissive. For they watch out for your souls, as those who must give account. And we can see here that the important part is obeying. The only way that we can obey the people that God has set inside of authority over us if, is if we first obey God. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And going to, for example, Daniel. I'm not... Paul here is in saying, if someone in authority tells you to do something wrong, do it, mm-hmm. because there's a caveat in verse seven, I believe.
0: How about all of verse eight?
2: What's verse eight oh. say? Yes, Jesus is the Jesus Christ is the, is the same today. Sorry, yesterday, today, and forever. Okay, so how does that
0: fit into what you're? What the Lord's having you discuss.
2: Well, if the person is constantly deviating from the lifestyle that Jesus lived, then you know, do not follow what they're saying if they're telling you to sin.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There should be consistency, right? Doesn't matter whether it's Old Testament, New Testament, or New Testament, Jesus is the same. That's right. So he's consistent throughout the entirety of Scripture. He's not one way in the old. And one way in the new, he is the same throughout yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. So we as fellow heirs, joint heirs with Christ and sons and daughters of the Most High God, Mm -hmm. well, wait, then our behavior, I would say nature, character, attributes, our behavior, right? What people see should also reflect Christ in us.
1: Well, I would say what God sees should reflect Christ in us. Because I can put on the mask. Very All true. day long. And I can, I mean, trick folks with the best of them, but be a, a devil underneath. But that's not Absolutely. what he wants. He doesn't want someone who can play church and put on a facade. He wants someone whose heart is pure and, comple- and complete, clean and loyal to him. So Absolutely. when God sees us, he should say, that's my character and nature. Carry on. <laughs> oh, amen. Amen. amen.
0: <laughs> but when it's not, then you get into what's in verse nine, right? <clears throat> As an exhortation, right? To not to be carried about by various and strange doctrines. So he's saying even if someone is in a position of authority, if they're not exhibiting the nature, character, and attributes of Christ, mm-hmm. no consistency, then what they are in fact teaching is a vain, right? Or various and strange doctrine.
3: hmm
0: so if it's an opposition to the Lord, that that's they're, you're going to see that. It's going to be evident, or the fruit thereof will be evident in their life. hmm And we should be wary of
2: that. Amen. Yes, Dad. And, that as you're saying, for example, one of the givens is parents. The parents are, if they're following the Lord, inside my life, since my parents are following the Lord, I should be listening to what they're saying. Mm-hmm. And then going to Isaiah 1.19, it says, If you're willing and obedient, you will eat the good of the land. So being obedient is more than just being doing the right thing. It's also being willing to do it. Because your heart is behind it. And as a result, we talked about discussing the word. Talking about how that we're still obedient, but we do in a sloppy way. We're not really being obedient. Mhm. But if we first do from a place of loving God, then we're going to be completely obedient and we'll be able to have God's will done.
1: Amen. That's what we're looking for. That's what I desire. I mean, mm-hmm. everybody has to desire that for themselves. Um I did want to talk about just kind of shifting gears um there as Paul is doing his write up his closing for the end of um this epistle this letter to the hebrews he reminds them you know he's going through and he's summarizing everything kind of wrapping it all up and where he's talking about don't be carried about with various and strange doctrines um for it is good the heart be established established by grace because that's our entry point to the kingdom right by by faith through grace um not with foods which have not profited those who have been occupied with them. So he's touching back to the um, the Judaism element that was trying to sneak and find its way into the the body of Christ uh, along with circumcision and things like that, saying you had to keep this element of the Mosaic law in order for Christ to receive you and accept you until so he's saying to them, no, this is founded on grace, and the whole book has been about their faith. So, he's, he's concluding it and saying it, you know, the Holy Spirit through him is saying it in another way. In case you missed this message, here it is. It's by grace, the grace of God, and you are accessing it by your faith in Jesus Christ that you're coming in. So the food that you eat and you know, all of that kind of stuff, it is not the same weight as before. So don't try to mingle the old with the new. This is new. Be in the moment, in the midst of what God, Christ Jesus said, God said through Christ and stick with that. And then he continues to make correlations like those finalized correlations between, this is the new altar. And we're talking about what God has done. We have, we have that here. We don't need you to go back and pull one out, trying to go to the, the temple. We don't need you to go do that. Stay on what Christ Jesus said. And then, you know, even talking about making that final conclusion of how Christ fulfilled and completed the Mosaic law, that even in this regard, he is the lamb slain from the foundation of the world, he is the final um, payment, the propitiation for sin to blot it out and wipe it out. And he even fulfilled this of being crucified outside of the city, just like what was established by God. So God was always talking about him, even though we kept, I'll say a candle lit by demonstrating these things that would come in the future this is the real thing that God was after. This is the real thing that God was setting up. It's not maintaining these bulls and goats and this um, altar in here. This doesn't. The altar is in Christ, okay. and He fulfilled all of this by being that sacrifice, even to the point how God just every jot and tittle He just met it. And um, I'll say He He crossed that T and He dotted that I. He fulfilled it even to that extent. So keep your eyes focused on the life in christ jesus that is being committed to you that's been committed to you by your faith and even to the city bringing them to touch back to abraham who was looking for a city who had foundations whose builder and maker was god so this is the abrahamic faith it's right here this is our city is heaven and we're going there um through our faith in christ jesus so just you know like I love how he wraps it up with all these points and he's just like, don't, don't think I deviated. I'm right here. This is still what the Lord is saying. Um, Concluding this, um, this letter and telling them how to walk in, um, how to walk in, in the church, which is different than the synagogue, which had um, separations and hierarchies in the sense of we're better than you. There was not brotherly love. It was shame and put you out and um, things of that nature. So he's establishing this is what life in Christ Jesus looks like. And all of this has been concluded. God is right over here in the ministry of Christ Jesus and us accessing the kingdom through him and carry forward in that and make this an easy walk
3: together with your fellow brothers and sisters in Christ. All right. Thank you, Mommy. Mm hmm. And something else that the Lord was sharing with me about verse 16. But do not forget to do good and to share, for with such sacrifices God is well pleased. I really want to focus on do not forget to do good. Because sometimes it. You can. Get so wrapped up in doing one thing for one uh, person or group of people that you forget to do the others. And Jesus addressed this as well with the Pharisees. He said, You tithe of cumin and mint and anise, but you forget the foundations of mercy and justice. You should have given these tithes while not forgetting to do these other two because they were the basis on which everything else was built. So, as we're looking about doing the work that god called us to do remember the foundation that we have in in jesus christ remember all the things he asked us to do it's great to um donate your clothes to goodwill that's something we have here in america you give your clothes that you can't fit anymore your shoes you can't fit the toys you don't want you you donate them to goodwill that's a nice and a a noble act if you will on the outside but don't forget to show mercy to your neighbor compassion to your neighbor love for your neighbor that's also what paul is drilling in here it does no good to go through all these wickets but or to know all these things but if you have not love it profits you nothing it doesn't do you a lick of good so you as you're walking as you're building your faith remembering it only works by love and it is only the god kind of love that can feel faith that can make it <laughs> produce that could bring about anything god wants to bring in your life or the life of others so and that's something that the lord showed me because sometimes i get caught up in doing the one thing but i forget to do something else mm-hmm. i i love my brothers for an example and i get so caught up on doing the dishes because i um, faster or more accurate and we all want to watch tv or play monopoly or whatever it is but i forget to speak to them in love Mm-hmm. When they make a mistake, I go, Oh, you guys messed up. <laughs> and I get angry because I'm out <laughs> of love. Me doing the chores, doing the dishes profited me nothing because now at this rate, mommy and dad come in and said, you know what? There's no TV, period. I don't live by TV, but that's just an example because I stepped out of love. Now I cost myself something, but even greater I cost my siblings that I was trying to help. I had a a noble heart for it, but I went about it the wrong way. So as we're doing the work, we we have to maintain that, that purity of heart and motivation and determination as we're completing the task while also not getting weary. Don't forget to do these things. Don't get tired of doing these things, of loving your brother as yourself, as loving the Lord your God first and foremost with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and then loving your neighbor as yourself, don't get tired of doing that. Don't forget to do it because that is the basis that it fulfills all the law and the prophets, and that builds the foundation for you to go higher and go deeper with your relationship with the Lord.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, so okay. what is doing good? Let's understand that. What does that mean?
3: You're doing whatever the Lord tells you to do.
0: Okay in what you the examples that you gave right whether it was giving things those are what we right human nature would say those are good things you gave away clothes that don't fit right toys you don't want anymore have no need of right Mm -hmm. but what the lord says is to do good right to do righteous and justice right yes so from the Lord's perspective of doing good, it's as you just said, do what he tells you to do. You have to be led by the Holy Spirit. What's the difference?
3: One is done out of your flesh, and because it's out of the flesh, it only reaps corruption, but one is led by the Spirit, and because it's led by the Holy Spirit, it will meet all needs that need to be met, and you know, you'll be blessed in soul. The other person receiving said, ministering.
0: Okay, well, all that is true, there's still one more thing to add. One comes at a cost. Talk about reasonable service of worship. What is the highest form of praise? It's when you're obedient to the Lord and it costs you something. And in spite of it going it's going to cost you, right? <clears throat> I'm not just talking about financially. Mm-hmm. It might be physically, it might be just be to your flesh, it just might be a, time a painful a time, painful experience. Mm-hmm. Not and by painful I mean not pleasant. Doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily mean physical pain, right? But it, it's just a not pleasant experience. It's a cost to you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That is doing good. And the examples you gave, yes, they're considered good things. And even wanting to help your siblings out, but it was so you benefited as well. Whereas, well, the Lord says to live righteously and to do justice, right? Yes. then that means in spite of whatever's happening or even what they're doing, I can do good. I can live graciously and, and give them grace even when they're lashing out against me. Right? I can bear with them even when they're in opposition, really to the Lord, not so much me, but they're taking it out on me. That is doing good. And it's also what he's he's sharing... Here, right, don't forget to do good, for with such sacrifices, there's a cost to to bearing with someone, to giving grace, to forgiving, in the moment, instead of holding on to or retaining that that thing, right? Yes. Whether it's in someone with authority over me, or those who we are put in authority over. Because again, right, let's go back to verse 8. Jesus was consistent, right? Yes. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Well, we're called to be conformed to the image of Jesus, the Christ. Mm-hmm. And isn't that how he lived out his time on earth, his ministry on earth?
3: Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: He was gracious, compat- everything that was ever said about him and that he declared about himself, he demonstrated it. He fulfilled it here in the flesh towards mm-hmm. us while we were not, yes, sinners, but in, op- in, in opposition, but literally at war with him, he was still compassionate, loving, kindness, gracious, merciful. And we should be and examine ourselves, but examine them and do the same things, live as he lived. It's not just about the, oh, I gave to this person or I taught this person. Yeah, those are part of it. But that whole process, not just doing the act, but the whole process needs to A, be led and initiated and led by Holy Spirit. Right? Mm -hmm. And throughout the entirety of the process, it should, and our, our nature character attributes should reflect those of Christ.
3: You dear.
1: Amen. And then there's something in the verse that you, you mentioned, verse 16, that tells us um, what God is expecting from us as well. It says, do not forget. That means remember what He's already taught you. Amen. Remember the things that He's already poured into you. Every day should not be a restructuring and a reteaching and a relaying of the same foundations <laughs> of the basic things of God. He expects to build upon, right, when you lay the foundation. You build upon it. You don't tear the foundation up every day, then relay it. You look if you, as if you were building a house or a building. They would, people would tell you you were nuts. So likewise in the things of God, where we have a greater weight of accountability to the regard of the importance for our eternity and our destiny, Christ shouldn't have to keep relaying the same foundation. Christ has already been laid in our lives. And as he's taught us we should be building he should have the opportunity to build and come to a place to see look back on the work that he's done and see that there's something to show for it so it's our job to as christ teaches us a lesson or we learn through his word or holy spirit's ministering to us through the word of god or the spoken uh, ministry that he has with us that we learn of him learn 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 and so then when the Holy Spirit comes to lead us, he's got something to work with, right? Amen. He can't lead us beyond our awareness or what our understanding of him is or the foundation that's already in us. So he's spending the time building because he expects to come back and find a structure there. He comes, he's expecting to find something, right? The fig tree, he's looking for fruit on that tree. Well, you can't get to the fruit if every day you're starting with the seedling just sticking a seed in the ground every day. We're planting the same seed and then digging it up again, planting the same. That doesn't make any sense. There's no growth. There's nothing to harvest. He is expecting a harvest in us. So let's build and let's remember and remind ourselves and stir up what he's already put put on the inside of us. And then add, add to it and always fellowship with the Holy Spirit that he is leading you based on what he's already put in you, right? to yes, get mommy. you further down the track to the end result not restarting every single day
0: amen well, let's pause there for today and with that can i get a volunteer to close us out in prayer please
2: i will all right promise lord i thank you for today lord i just thank you for giving us your plan lord and showing us your perspective lord so that we can walk with you lord, and that we're a willing participant Lord, I also just thank you for showing us what's right and what's wrong and showing us who we should listen to, Lord, and teaching us yourself, Lord, and putting people inside of our path who can help us grow inside of you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen. In Jesus'
1: amen. Oh, name, amen.
0: And amen. Well, we love you. God bless you. And have a wonderful day.
3: Want to know more about a day of prayer? Sign up for our newsletter where you'll get the latest updates on the ministry, inspiring messages, and coupon codes for the merch shop. Visit our website, adayofprayer.org.
2: Click on connect in the mini bar and complete the form.
3: Be sure to check the box that says subscribe.
1: Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ.